everybody. Welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Craig, and sitting across from me is our long-lost buddy who's just come back from, quote, another vacation is the great Brandon Chenault. Another vacation. Yeah, so how was it? Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. It's good to be back. Appreciate it. Good yep. to see you. Good to see you too. And got, uh, you came back. I, I started calling you Pedro yesterday because you're all tanned up. That's and, right. Yeah. So how, how was it? It was good. It was very good. It was, it's always good to get away, I guess, for the most part. But it seems like, I don't know. It, it's, it gets a little easier. Um, just because I've, I've got Usually when a, you take vacations, it does get easier. Does so, it? Yeah, okay. You're in good practice. Yeah, I'm practicing. Uh, but no, I mean, when you have a good team in place and you don't have to worry about what's going on back here. Um, right, right. I get you. Yeah, you know, because, it, and I think that's, you know, something that probably people in the quote unquote real world don't understand. You know, if they take a vacation, you know, there's someone who's either already doing what they do and so they just pack up a little right. slack. Or they, um, you know, can just let, they can work ahead and get that done. Um, and, and so they, you know, can kind of supplement for while they're gone. Right. And then pick up where they left off as soon as they come back from vacation. Ministry is a little different, you know, where if you leave, you have to make sure that someone is ready to go preaching. Right. Um, if I, if I'm out, I've got to make sure that someone is ready to go leading worship. I've had to plan with them, help them, you know. Well, going out. on vacation, you, would you agree that, um, for us, it's, you got to work almost double hard the, when you, before you leave, and then you got to yep. pick up the slack double hard when you come back, but it eventually levels off. It does. But, it does. Um, but once you're there, it's you're like, there. It, and, yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it. Nobody but, knows more about that than you, but anyway, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. Speaking, uh, Okay, keep your thought for a second. I just have to throw this in because I'm going to forget about this. Well, no, I'm not going to forget about it. But I got a picture. I got several pictures of you guys <laughs> down at the beach. But the one that made me <laughs> spit my coffee out was the one of you <laughs> and your dad standing side by side mm-hmm. with your pink flamingo little short pants and little tops. Mm-hmm. It was like something out of the Justin Bieber. Yeah. Book. Yeah, so my mom bought those for me and yeah. dad. And Christian's got one that's very similar. And I well. asked, he showed it. I, I, I asked, I, 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 he, he said that it was sent on Snapchat. So I didn't save it. I should have. But then yesterday I asked to see it again and he showed me and I told him, I said, can you send that to me? He just turned around and walked off and went, no. no. And that was it. Not happening. Can you send that to me? No. Not, not at all. Okay, really, but just so I really knows, need that picture. You, you called it little short pants. They're shorts. They're not like shorty shorts. Okay. And they're not like pink. They're blue. They have pink flamingos okay, on them. There's blue, but the pink, but it does look blue. like a set of swimsuit pajamas. I'm not going to lie. Oh, what? It looks like something, but we won't go there. Yeah. They yeah. actually are comfortable. Um, I don't, so don't do you plan I'll on wear. wearing those again or? Yeah, you know, you never know. So, you know, I would be interested to know. It, it would be awesome, like, on the fair the, service Sunday. If I was going to say, that. maybe I'll wear it for the fair maybe service. Maybe you should wear it for the fair service. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, that just just so Maria knows, Maria, that is completely a joke. Don't expect me to be wearing that on the fair service. Uh, another thing, too, is that um, when he was gone, I told him, I said, I, I, I love coffee mugs. I, I'm a big collector of coffee mugs. You mm-hmm. can ask my wife. So, so am I. Before he left for vacation, I told him, I said, bring me back a coffee mug. And he did. So thank you very much. I You're love welcome. the coffee mug. But I have to tell you, 
This coffee mug is like a five-gallon bucket, and it needs two handles, and I'm drinking this right now, but it it's brown and – what would you call that? Is that brown or tan? It's kind of like a what is dark it? brown and a tan on top. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it has uh, palm trees, and it says Holden Beach, North Carolina. Um, Georgia. North, North Carolina. Carolina. And um, it's really nice. Thank you yeah, very much. And inside my coffee cup yep, and inside your coffee cup mm-hmm. is a coffee cup. I actually called, have two coffee cups. He does have two. But we just made this, and it's called Lava, Lava Panther. Panther. And I'm assuming Randy Neal gave it to us. So, Randy, if, if you it brought appeared. this, we looked in the drawer, and there it was. So I don't know when you brought it. We haven't looked in that drawer forever. I was looking for a K-cup, and there was none in there. And so uh, we found this, and we made it, and drinking I, it, I I like it. So I, I It's from Black, Black Rifle. Rifle. I've, yeah. I've got a new name for Randy now. What? Don't drink your coffee until okay. I'm gonna. Randy wait. is now the Black Rifle Fairy. <laughs> it's just like coffee appears. Okay, and thank you for joining us. We're grounded. <laughs> so thank you to the Black Rifle Fairy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, thank you, Randy. That's really awesome. And it's, it's good. It is. Actually, I like it. I like good. it a lot. So I'm um, gonna have to. Order we that. haven't actually baked for coffee lately, but uh, but. Yep. Yesterday, and I didn't know this till we came in. And I'll I let knew you, it. I'll let you I knew tell it. the story. Yeah. So uh, Molly Nauman has some coffee that we're going to try next week, and it, it is by Airstream. We were not able to try it this week because it's whole bean. Whole bean. We don't have a grinder. Yeah. And um, I've got a grinder at home. I, I normally get when I get my black rifle, I get it in whole bean just because I, I, I like it better. I like to be able to grind it fresh. And let me tell you something. Um, I love to camp, and I have always been in love with Airstream They're campers. Nice. I, I just, I just love them. So, Molly, if you're listening to this, uh, you already know this because I've already told you this. But uh, when I go camping, and I'm not a jealous person at all. I, I, I don't envy anybody. You don't you covet, know. huh? Thou shalt not covet. I don't. I really don't. But I will be honest with you. When I'm camping, and I'm walking around campgrounds or whatever, and I see a big long Airstream, sometimes I'm always like, ah. That's a really nice camper. Yeah, yeah they uh, are nice. They're 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 beautiful. And um, but anyway, thank you, Molly. We're going to try that next week. We'll give a good review on it, and we'll see what what, what we come up with. There, but she left us two. She left us two, and I didn't so bring them in here with us. So no. one's a gold and one's a silver. Mm-hmm. I think we should try the silver first, since it looks like Airstream. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds it looks good. Like so um, what else is going on besides great vacation and yeah, no great flamingo clothes and yeah, I caught uh, I caught some sharks. I saw that. Caught a couple of stingrays. I saw that. Now, now when people hear me say I caught sharks, they were just sand sharks. They were like anywhere from 12 to 14, 15 inches long. It wasn't like I caught anything huge. Still, it's like nothing you can catch at Ridgewood Lake. Exactly. I hope not. Yeah. People swim in that thing. Do they? Wait, I swim in the ocean, so it really doesn't matter. Um, But no, I I caught a couple. On Friday morning, I was fishing and caught a couple of stingrays. One was pretty decent size. Um, and that was fun. I've caught little stingrays before, but I've not caught anything of size. But pretty sure I had one hooked the day before. That's a pretty good name, off. Stingray. Stingray. That should be your nickname, Stingray. Stingray. Yeah. I, I could go with that. Hey, Stingray. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but we um, got back about 8.30ish on Saturday evening. You guys made really good time. We did. We left about a little after 8.30 on Saturday morning. And and my kids and I I told you this I think and and I've told a few people it's like I will fist fight somebody if they try to disagree with me but my kids travel better than anybody else's kids I said it well that's good yeah no we like like when we went into Virginia we went in a couple days early just so we could break up our driving on the way down knowing that we were gonna you know haul it all the way back and so um, on the way down we left Thursday around twelve thirty from Marysville 
Mm-hmm. And drove to my parents' house about anywhere from five and a half to six and a half hours. <clears throat> we decided to skip the tolls, go around the tolls, and okay. take US sixty, which is about a half an hour or a little longer um, extension there to the right. drive. We left at twelve thirty <clears throat> from Scotts, and we did not stop until we got across the Virginia line at the rest area, like six hours later. Oh wow. Which was a pretty good feat for me. Like normally it's me we have to stop because I drink so much coffee. Because we pulled out of Marysville and I was drinking a large Beebs brew. <laughs> so there's that. What? <laughs> it just it never ends. It just I have so many things going through my head. It you actually does end. The thing goes and uh, Beebs brews and whatever else. It and does Beebs end. bits and blah 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 blah. I, I think I think it's only for a limited time. It does end. Does it? Yeah, I thought it was over. I think they've got a couple more weeks. Can left. you still get his bits? No, they're they're gone. Those I think. Going. I think. Okay. I don't know. Those were, I, you know, okay. As they're, much they're as called I called Tim Beebs. Okay, but as much as I trash talk this, I'm gonna be honest with you. Those cherry ones. My goodness. My goodness, they were those, good. My very goodness. good. Yeah, I, I don't. There's no words to describe. Mm-hmm. You told me that you were like, you have to try the cherry ones. What if they have those? I, I should go back and get you ten of those. I don't need those. If I get ten, I'll eat five and you eat five because I don't eat those either. But I, I would eat five of those. Yeah, they're good. Those would be good. With I just the, came off vacation. Those would I've be good a, with the Lava Panther from the Black Rifle. They fairy. would be, be very like, good with the Lava Panther. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I've got to get back on on track because you know being on vacation, you know how that is. I was off track with my. No, eating. I wouldn't because I'm not on nearly as many as you are. But again, we can pull those up. We have a record of. Of our vacation times. Do you know what's amazing to me? And this is like um, we're we're heading into Sunday's the fourteenth, correct? August, August fourteenth. So, do you realize this coming Sunday is the Sunday a year ago that you came to church and weren't feeling good? Where you <clears throat> texted me the night before and said, "I'm not feeling good. What I should do?" And I just said, "Just go ahead and come, and if you're, if you're able to do it and and do it." But you were feeling miserable, and then it was that Monday. This coming Monday, a week from today, mm-hmm. is your anniversary of you You went south. I went south fast. I lost my taste. I couldn't keep anything down. We won't bore you with That's all those says, details. what he says, but anyway, then vacation for a month began. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> I would gladly have been at work. <laughs> I can't believe that's been a year ago. It has been a year. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know what you. Should, if you got, if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I may have told you this, but um, you know, and I never, I, I never freaked out about COVID. And it is what it was, and it still is what it is. And um, but the uh, you were, I could tell Sunday you weren't feeling good, mm-hmm. and you just weren't feeling because you like you didn't really even hang around that Sunday. You just it was gone. You were gone, and it was out. Yep. And I came in on Monday after you said, um, "Here's what's going down." And um, on Monday I took those. Uh, <laughs> Well, I saw bleach wipes. I asked you to get and my And I computer. literally wiped everything down in his office because I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, you dropped my computer off to me. Cause I, st- I mean, again, that goes well, back to, you're right. I still had to plan a service and get people in you, place. I did. And you're right. All that fun stuff. And so, yeah, you went in and got my computer and I, I think you like showed up at my front door in like a hazmat suit. Like, it was like, like <laughs> you looked like a Michael J. Fox in Back <laughs> to the Future. <laughs> Earthling. <laughs> <that> yes. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I can't believe that's been a year ago. It ha- it's crazy. It's been fast. Yeah, it has been fast. So hopefully you join us for the fair service this year. I, if I can't be here for the fair service, I'm going to be mad. Right? That was, 
There were two things about that stint that really got to me. You should get your dad to come up to the fair service with us. They might come to the that's, fair service. I mean, what is he doing? He's, that's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I don't he know. He doesn't have to work Labor Day. Yeah, I don't know. They're talking about it. It's a possibility they'll be here. That'd be awesome. Um, but two things. to lunch afterwards. There you go. Two things that really bummed me out about missing. Okay. I missed the fair service. Right. And that was the first one. But the other, the big one was Christian's birthday. Yeah, you Christian's did. birthday is September the 3rd, and so they actually had where people drove through our driveway and dropped off gifts and honked and all that stuff, uh-huh. and Allie was FaceTiming me, and so here I am like oh, watching yeah, that's this right, that's right. from was, the hospital that's bed. That's emotional. Oh, man, I was crying. It's like, I can't be there. I remember that. I yeah. Remember. And then what was the third thing? That was just those two. No. Third thing. He's pointing at himself. Third thing. I missed you. You missed my birthday. I did miss you. Okay. I did get my German okay. chocolate, bro. I would say that's what it is. It's not about your birthday. It's, oh, wait a minute. It's I missed you, missed you, me on my birthday getting the German chocolate making cake. Making your German chocolate cake. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to remind you that's coming up again. It so. is coming okay, up. Maybe like, I should make it early just in case anything happens. Not too early, but enough where it's really good, you know. Right. So. Exactly. I, I, I still laugh at when we were talking about that. It was like, what, three or four weeks after you, we were already back on them. And I still hadn't got my chocolate cake yet, German chocolate cake. And I'm like, you know, I still haven't got my cake. You, you were like, okay, I'm sorry. I was in the hospital with COVID. <laughs> right? Yeah, they didn't have the ingredients. Yeah, but let's go back to this coffee mug. Okay. This, this five-gallon bucket. It's nice. It, it is. But you were telling me you, you're a dainty coffee mug kind of guy. Was I? That's what you said. Okay, I'm going to confess something up real quick, okay? So as much as I give you um, grief, grief, heck, um, <laughs> let you, I mean, there are plenty of other words. Exactly. I do like a very dainty, very feminine coffee mug or cup, like teacups and stuff like that. I don't know what it is. I just, I just love to drink out of them. It's just, they're smooth. They're... Um, you know, easy to handle. I, I really like it. So. so I have a question. You you can't do that with this coffee mug I brought you because it's too manly. You have to get it's a good very grip manly. On it. I gotta need like three. But hands when you drink it. out of those dainty mugs, do you put your pinky out? You know, like uh, do like, I have to do I have to answer that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the other thing too. I like to drink out of smaller cups because I like to drink my coffee whites really hot. Mm-hmm. And so the bigger they are, the more it cools down quicker. I agree I think. with that. So that's why I don't um, you know really drink I. But I still have bigger mugs because I like to collect them. Um, but, um, you know, women's um, <laughs> mugs and women's things sometimes are, are better, you know. Because I was telling you, um, like, uh, guy shaving cream as opposed to women's shaving cream mm-hmm. is so much different. I, I use women's, so. That explains a lot. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Can you delete that? <laughs> nope. Nope. Not happening. Not happening. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. Yes, so well, yesterday was a good day. Was it? I thought it, it was. was. It was really I good, did, yeah. I, numbers were down a little bit, but we've got people out vacationing and all that stuff. So we do, but we've got but a bunch was, of people going this coming weekend yep, too. Yeah, but no, I thought it was a good day. I thought things flowed well. Um, it was really good. Good, good to have you back. It was good to be back. Been like two weeks or th- three weeks since you've led worship, isn't it? Wow. Two? I mean, so I only led worship. It makes three out of the last six weeks, I think, because I preached. Two weeks. In the month of July, you only led worship twice. Yes. And in the month of July, I only there spoke. Were f- and there were five weeks in yeah. July. And I only spoke twice. Correct. In the month of July. Yeah. Somebody asked me um, if I was, when we were in the middle, you know, at the end of that, they were like, you know, how are you, are you going to be taking off time? I said, no, you're stuck with me for like the next 16 weeks. So, right. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, it was a good day yesterday. Yeah, it was good. I thought things were smooth, and and it was good to good to be back. Worship was good. I mean, you guys um, getting back at eight thirty last night or the night before, and then coming in and leading worship. And I didn't expect to have Linda up there because I thought you were going solo. And yeah, no, I planned it and talked to them and got some videos to them and um, to Linda and Jocelyn, and um, thought you know we we could do it with the songs that we had, and and we made it happen. And and again, that's just you know. When you have a good team like that, it's good to be right. able to to throw that together. But um, yeah, no, um, I was going to say something and now I can't remember. Um, I still got a cough. Must not have been. Must not have been that important. No, I thought it went really well. I thought um, um, I thought people. I was standing in the back at one point, and um, people were really singing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the song they were on, but um, might have been the one after I was done. <clears throat> I can't remember, but uh, really singing and um, oh, it was the closing song, "Hymn of Heaven." Yeah, and yeah. because I uh, there was a few people in the back, I saw them wiping their eyes, yeah. so they were really into that's it. That's a good so, song. Yeah, it's really good. I like, the words are really good. Yeah, I was actually worried. That's what I was going to say. Um, we were driving back, and we were in Ohio, and we were listening to um, to some of the songs. Kind of, I was prepping, just trying to get some of the songs in my head and everything. Yeah, and we were listening to a song. I can't remember if we were listening to a song we sang yesterday or if I'd got sidetracked and was listening to something different. But I was singing along, and obviously it was in a key that was higher than what we were going to do it in. Right. But I was singing along, and all of a sudden my voice cracked, and I sounded like a thirteen-year-old boy. And Allie looks at me, and she lost it, like she is dying laughing. I'm like, is that funny to you? And it I'm happens. Like, it does happen, it happens. but it's like I just and and my voice was a little weak, right? You know, right, right. Um, just from you know, just from being tired. You know, we were up right, right. between six and six thirty every morning. I would get up. Dude, you're on vacation. Yes, but when I'm at the beach, like I want to enjoy the the sunrise. I want to be. If I'm not on the beach, I want to be on the back porch because we get a beachfront house. I want to be on the back porch. It's tough, right there. With, how you managed? It is tough right? with a cup of coffee. But I was most days I was on the beach fishing because Jordan would wake me up between six and six fifteen. She's like, "Dad, are you going fishing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go fishing." And she went down there and and stood stood with me and we talked. And I would have been like, "Yeah, but that's going to be at ten o'clock. I need two more <laughs> hours of sleep." Yeah, but no, it was good. It was it was nice. But yeah, so my throat was kind of weak and tired, and and I told Allie, I'm like, "I hope I'm okay in the morning." But yeah, we were we there were you good go. to go. Yeah, that's really good. And, but you're right. And, um, we had a good, um, uh, we started a new ser- sermon series mm-hmm. yesterday called Just the Facts. And, um, I was just trying to just take three or four weeks and talk about just things that are factual about the Bible. And baptism was our, our topic yesterday. And mm-hmm. sometimes baptism gets all screwed up with the, uh, you know, people overthink it and people, mm-hmm. you know, have, uh, you know, 40 different ways to come about this. But if you look at really what God's word says, it is what it is, and, and and this is where Satan does such a fabulous job of getting us mixed up on anything. He just he gets his finger in something, he just starts to spin yep. it, and everybody's just off kilter. Yep. And it, I always get to the point to where it, it's no accident that Jesus calls us sheep, mm-hmm. because we really are more yep. sheep, and because we get so distracted, so easy. And um, and that's a shame. That's the shame on us. So this series, I just wanted to kind of deal with some things that 
the Bible says and scripture says that are that are just facts and one was baptism and next week we're going to talk the subject actually is called is that biblical and I won't give you what the anything else about it but we're going to talk about something that we hear a lot that's really not biblical but everybody thinks it's they, biblical they think it's right and uh, so we're going to break that down um next week but uh, this past Sunday yesterday uh we we just talked about baptism and um it was amazing that we don't really offer an invitation him where people can come forward, and I wondered if we did that yesterday, uh, you know, what, what that would have been like, but um, it was I was amazed of how many people did come up and talk, or emails that I've gotten, yeah. or people that said, I need to do this, can I come talk to you, or can I email yep. you, or, and I was like, yeah, so it was, we probably had 10 or 12 people that were That's there, awesome. and then I know of three or four other people who are thinking about it that even didn't even come up yesterday, right. or they weren't here, so um, I, I really pray that um, that people will do this because this is something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a commitment, and um, absolutely. And we can, we'll probably get into it later. But I, you know, I love what you talked about of how you know this isn't a decision that your parents make for you, right? You know, it, it, if your parents put you through confirmation class or whatever, you know, it was just probably, had that conversation with somebody in the office before I came. In really? There. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was probably well intentioned. Yeah. You know, there was good intentions behind that, but that's not a decision your parents can make for you. This is a personal. No decision and god bless all those parents i mean i understand mm-hmm. because i mean is there any other thing that you want for your children other than to go to heaven and right. make that decision for that god is there so um yeah, absolutely. you know i would i would love to make that decision for my kids and my grandkids but i can't right and um you know you know for yourself yeah um you grew up with christian folks and mm-hmm. parents that tried to lead you down that way mm-hmm. but there was a time where you had to make that decision, yep. and I don't know where that came, but I think sometimes our decisions are broken into little decisions. Do you yep. agree with that? Yep. To where I made the decision that, okay, yeah, I do love God, but I'm still kind of riding on mom and dad's coattail. But then all of a sudden, sometime down the road, it's like, oh, this is it, and then you really buy into it. Right. And then it, when you get to be my age, you're bought into it, but there's other decisions that you got to make that brings you closer to right. the original decision. So that's why – I always think that following Christ or whatever, it's it's a decision all the time mm-hmm. that I have Absolutely. to make. So, yeah, Absolutely. But, yeah. But yeah, the topic of baptism is um, – I, I, I regret. I probably should apologize that I don't talk about it enough, and it's been a few years since I've actually mm-hmm. done it. And um, I, I just think that it needs to happen more than once a year or more than a year and a half than, than what I do. Right. I probably should talk about this probably every quarter or whatever just because it needs to be done. This is something that right. is in God's word. It's something that's commanded of us. And um, so I just I, I just need to do that. So, And I think the um, – I start off with like the most familiar passage in the world with John 3.16. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have um, everlasting life. And that's such a great verse. Because I think that really shows the love of God. I think it, you know, how much God loves us that He sent Jesus. Right. And this is actually a free gift. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's something you can earn. It's something you can't like woo God with. It's like, Hey, I've been a longtime member at RCC for 90 years and, you know, I've taught VBS and I've helped out and I've sat in the nursery and I've baked cookies. It has nothing to do with it. This is literally a, a gift. It's a gift of God that you and I have to pick up. So, um, I love the next two scriptures. Um, 
um, you know, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, where it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you have been made right with God, and it's by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And then the Apostle Paul writes, mm-hmm. and I love this, in Romans 6, 4 and 5, for we um, died and we were buried with Christ by baptism. I mean, Baptism, if you look it up in the Greek, it means immersion. Mm-hmm. So this is not sprinkling. This is not right. like right. throwing water in your face. So we were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to him with him in, as he was. Yeah, and I love that imagery that Paul just yeah. points out there of, you know, just as Jesus died, went into the tomb, you know, was buried— and then rose to new life. That's the image that we get. We right. we die to our old self. We die to you know our sin, and we go under the water completely. Just as Jesus was buried in the tomb, we're buried under the water, and then we come up out a new creation, a new person. <laughs> exactly. And um, you know, I just love that image imagery of, of what Paul says there in Romans chapter six. Yep, Very exactly. well. Well worded. Very well. And uh, again, Romans 6, I'm going to reread verse 5 and then through 8. He says, we have been um, united with him in his death, and we will also be raised to life like he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. Now think about that. Mm-hmm. You're crucified with Christ. You, you've, you, you've nailed those to the cross. Christ died for those. And so that your sin has no power in your life when you relinquish that. To, to Jesus Christ, and I love that. Now, now, what does that say? Does that say, you know, we we know that our, what is that, our, sorry, our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that we will not sin again? No, it doesn't say no, that. it doesn't say that. It says so that sin will have no, will lose its power in our lives. We are <laughs> exactly. no longer slaves to sin. Now, that doesn't mean, and, and Paul talks about that. Exactly. You know, it doesn't mean we can go on sinning just because God's going to save us. Yep. You know, we strive for perfection. We strive to be like Jesus. Exactly. But because of what Jesus has done, you know, the sin doesn't have its power over us. And that's the rest. Verse 7, let me go along with what you just said. For for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And, and, and I didn't break this down yesterday, mm-hmm. this verse, and I really wanted to. And I knew that you'd be on my case. You had extra time to I break it down. I did have extra time. You, I did. But if you think about this, uh, for when we died with Christ and we were set free from the power of sin— I mean, you literally are dying to you and to your sins and your wants and your desires and those things that pulled you away from Christ. So you confess those sins, and Jesus gives you forgiveness. So like you said, it's it's not going to keep you from sinning, but it's Mm -hmm. the power that you've given to that is not going to be there. And since we died with Christ, we know that we will also be alive with him. Yeah, It goes back to the verse that you and I— it's your favorite, one of your favorite verses, but I love Second it. Corinthians five seventeen. Exactly. Yeah. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old life is gone, and the new has come. And so, uh, you know, I, we could actually put that verse in every sermon. It, it, you it, it go goes there. with every single it sermon. It, I, I, you, you don't know how bad it is. I can't. I wanted to include it in this. Mm-hmm. I refrained because I just used it for right. like the two times before. <laughs> right. But if you think about that, that is so true. Mm-hmm. That verse is so true, and um, it goes right along with the whole topic. Um, of baptism. It does. It does. I think baptism is um and, and and the salvation of the forgiveness of our sins is amazing because it's it's for anybody. 
any place, any time. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter your, what your track rec- record is. Doesn't matter what you know what you've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think people get to the point. And I've heard this numerous times in my life as a minister, and probably you have too, that, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll do this when I get this under control. When I'm better. Guess what? Yeah. You're probably never going to be better. Yep. Just do it. You, you, you've you got to surrender your life to Christ. Here's what's going to happen. What you think you are surrendering or what you say, hey, I'm going to be better at this. No, you're not going to be better at it at all. You'll never be able to master that. But I guarantee you this, over time, with your heart changed with God, he's going to be able to get you to a place that, that you need to be. Right. And some people are like, well, what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is uh, let's just take something that you're really struggling with, okay? And um, it's something that you know that you struggle with. It could be a lifelong struggle. Mm-hmm. You may give into it, but it gets lesser and lesser over time. Right. And so that's where you're – it doesn't have the power that it once had in your life where right. it dominates right. you. Because if, if – when you – give power to your sins and your wants and desires, don't you think that you have become a slave to those yeah. things in your life? Because what we need to be, become is a slave to God. Exactly. And a slave to Christ and and, and what he has done. Yep. So great verses though, man. They are. I, I like the next one you used too, which is Galatians three twenty seven says all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Exactly, exactly. Um, I love Max Lucado's quote, and um, I don't usually quote him, but I thought right, this was really right. good. He said, baptism is a vow and a sacred vow of the believer to cry, follow Christ. Just as a wedding celebrates the fusion of two hearts, baptism celebrates the union of a sinner with the Savior. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's very, very good. That is, that's, that's actually put very, very well. I, I gave four things yesterday, and I'm sure if you were talking about baptism, you would have probably given four different things. But this mm-hmm. is what I came up with yesterday because um, I wanted to take it from your not your normal stance, but I wanted to people to know what baptism was right. about. Um, number one, baptism is a command, yep. and it is. And um, and I I love Peter. Um, I said this yesterday, and I just happened to look down at you when I said this, that I'm like, I can relate to Peter. I uh-huh. feel like Peter and I kind of share. And you were like, not and like, right. yeah, because I think Peter is – he speaks his mind. And um, I always think there's two different Peters. I don't know if you agree with this or not, but there's the Peter why he was figuring things out with Jesus Christ. There was the Peter that was so gung-ho, and he was just – his personality mm-hmm. dominated. And there mm-hmm. was the Peter that said, Jesus, I'll never deny you. And, and then he ended up denying him, and then he's whipped guilty and then he has the conversation with jesus where you know and jesus you love me and feed my sheep peter's just like at the end he's like you know i love you and then the second peter kicks in peter still has the same personality peter is still gung-ho for jesus christ but he's different he's totally different he now gets it and i love it so when peter when jesus gives him the name the rock and he stands up on the day of pentecost to speak some of the same people who crucified Jesus Christ mm-hmm. on the cross and who were involved in that were in that crowd that day. Yep. And so you talk about bold. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people realize this or not, but for Peter to get up to say what he did on the day of Pentecost was just staggering to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm bold, but I'm going to tell you something. I would have double thought before, before some of these people because some of these same people who actually had Jesus arrested were sitting in that crowd. But and did so, he think? You know, he wasn't working on his own accord either. I mean, he had he the Holy Spirit too. He was not. You're right, and, and that's something that you know we have as well with through baptism. 
Exactly. We, get, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Which is, yeah. So here's what Peter says, Acts 2, 22 through 24. People of Israel, listen. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like, wake up. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen. And his prearranged plan, I love that. It's like, this is already in motion, so just co- hang with me here. By his prearranged plan, he carried out when Jesus was betrayed with the help of lawless Gentiles, you, and he's talking to these people in the crowd, uh-huh. you nailed him to the cross. And I believe he's talking to me too. You nailed him to the yep. cross, and you killed him. But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life, for death could not keep him in its grip. I love him. Yeah. Absolutely love him because what Peter's doing here is Peter's trying to, and you're right, power of the Holy Spirit is there on the day of Pentecost. And they are trying to, no matter what happened in that crowd, no matter who was involved in the killing of Jesus Christ and the crucifixion, God still wants them to be united with him. And so Peter's laying it on the line. And then Peter eventually connects the dots and he says in Acts 2.38, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. You don't understand the the statement of this because some of the same people are in that crowd that killed him and he's now saying you got to come to him and you got to believe in him and you got to repent of your sins and you'll receive, you know, you'll be baptized. Exactly. And, um, and I think this is one of the things that um, on the day of Pentecost is so good where he says you have to repent um, of your sins. And um, repenting means going the opposite right, direction right. that you're going. Yeah, and I love that imagery when you were talking about that. Yeah. You know, it's almost like doing an about face. Exactly. Um, and the thing about the day of Pentecost is that amazing to me is that 3,000 people mm-hmm. were baptized. Yep. Think about it. 3,000 people heard the message of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit was there. Some of the same people who crucified Jesus Christ, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, those people were baptized into Jesus yep. Christ. Think about that. Just what, I don't how long after, how long was the day of Pentecost after Jesus came out of the tomb? I mean, what was it? Months? A few months yeah. up later? So here we are, and those same people are giving their life mm-hmm. to Jesus Christ and being baptized. Phenomenal, phenomenal story. Yep. And um, sometimes we hear the day of Pentecost, and like everything else in church or our lives, we just try to block it off. Like, oh, day of Pentecost, 3,000 baptized, and we don't right. think about what was taking place in that crowd yep. and what was going on. Yeah, and how many more maybe even came because I'm, I'm pretty sure in that area right after that it says, you know, God continued to add to their number daily. Exactly. So, you know, what was that, 1,000 a day? Yeah, I don't know. 200 a day, another 3,000? Yeah. I, I have no idea. But. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I, you know, I think that just – <laughs> that that first one is so important, you know. Baptism is a command, right? Um, the second one is, um, I don't know, maybe humbling, but it's a privilege. You know, you said baptism is a privilege, yep. And and you talked about you know Jesus being baptized by John the Baptist. You showed a picture of where you know the Bible scholars think they've narrowed it down right. to where Jesus was probably baptized. And for me, you were talking about that earlier. You know, I was thirteen. When I was baptized, um, I grew up Methodist, and so I was sprinkled as a baby. You know, I look back at that, that's, you know, that has nothing to do with my salvation. It right, wasn't right. my decision. Right. Um, but when I was around 13, I started searching the scriptures, and I was I was reading, and it was like, baptism is, is important. Right. Um, baptism is essential. Baptism, you know, is, is something that I need to do. And, you know, I the way I understand it, full immersion, whatever. And so I was baptized um, at 13, but... Um, one of my things was, was if it was good enough for Jesus, you know, it was good enough for me. If exactly. Jesus said that I have to do this, then 
man, what's holding me back from doing this as well? And so when I talk to people, that's what I tell them. It's like, yeah, right. If, if Jesus, you know, John didn't want to baptize. No, but John was like, uh, you should be baptizing me. And Jesus like, this has to be done. Exactly. exactly. You know, exactly. You, you, you read that, you know, Matthew chapter three, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So God, so John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. Mm-hmm. And then, then you gave this quote by David Platt. He said, "Which is a pretty good quote. It is very good." He said, "It is a privilege to bring joy to God. That's why we live for Him. That's why we pray. That's why we come together to worship. There aren't many things we can give to the God who owns it all and made it all, but you can bring Him joy. And bringing joy to God, yeah, is accepting the forgiveness of your sins and being baptized yeah. and getting that straight. And here's the thing about this." We have a tendency to focus on the here and now and focus on what is taking place in my life. You know, you know, vacations, you just got off a vacation. Yep. What's going yep. on in the world? What's going to happen today? What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen at the end of the week? Uh, the worldly things, the cultural battles, everything. We have a tendency to focus on that, but a lot of times, and I'm telling you, and I, and, and I'm saying this from experience. I'm not saying that I got a crystal ball. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this is from 1984 to up to today. In my experience, that a lot of people, Christians, and I'm talking to Christians and nobody else, yep. we don't think about eternity. Mm-hmm. And you need to think with a, a biblical worldview, and you need to think with eternity in mind yep. every day Absolutely. that you live. Because if you think with eternity in mind, you're going to make your decisions based upon that. Right. So if you make your decisions based upon eternity, you're not going to base them on the White House or the State House or uh, cultural things or whatever. You're going to base it on God's Word. Absolutely. And so – when it comes to this, what do I want to do? How can I give to God? What can I do because of what God has done for me? How, what can I do to accept this gift and just, you know, you give a gift to your kids at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? So you give Christian what he wants for Christmas, and it's a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been begging for this, and it's too expensive, but you give it to him. Yeah. He unwraps it. It's the only present that he gets. He unwraps it on Christmas morning. It's so expensive. Say it costs 500 bucks. I don't know. And the other, your other two um, kids get, you know, four or five or eight gifts because you're trying to match the gift, you know, money-wise, but Christian gets one, but it's what he wants. But he gets mad because he don't get a lot of gifts. How how would that make you feel? Mm. You'd be, would you be irritated? Mm -hmm. I'd be irritated. I'd be like, you know what, bro? You're not getting it at all. Merry Christmas. But this is the same thing that we do with God. Mm -hmm. He gives us this free gift of salvation. He gives us the forgiveness of our sins, the promise of eternal life, and the gift of the Holy Spirit in our life. But we're so ungrateful for him because, God, I prayed for this. You didn't answer this. So we get mad. And God's like, really? Mm -hmm. Seriously? That's exactly what you're saying to me? This is what I have given to you? And I think that the reason we do that is because we're living in the here and now. We get get focused focused on the earthly, and And we're not focused on... Eternity. I want to bring uh, joy to God. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this decision to be baptized, but I'm gonna bring joy to God. I'm gonna accept this gift, ask for the forgiveness of my sins, and I'm gonna live every day in thanks. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be thankful for for what He has done. So when I come to church or when I'm not in church, I'm gonna praise God. Yep. I'm gonna worship God. That's where the worship of God comes in. That brings joy to God. Yep. So when He says in that quote, "You can bring joy to God by worship and by praying," that's a, He's exactly right. He's exactly right mm-hmm. on that. Yep. So, um. 
I love it that, um, you know, I love the Matthew three fourteen that you read. John tried to talk Jesus out of it. Yeah. And you know where John's at on this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, John knew what he was doing. Uh-huh. And he's like, you got to be kidding me. Right. You got to be kidding me on this. And then I love Jesus's response when he says in uh, Matthew three fifteen, Jesus said, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. Mm. God's required it. Yep. It's what we have to do. Yep. Um, yesterday, I asked everybody to raise their hand if they were a sinner. And much as I could see, everybody raised their hand. There was a couple people that didn't in the second yeah. service, but, you know, it is what it is. They 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 know what they are. But every single one of us um, is a sinner. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us have needs. No matter how great we think we look or where we are, we ha- we have needs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have needs. I have yep. needs. I have things I struggle with. You got things you struggle with. Mm-hmm. You got temptations you struggle with. I got temptations um, I struggle with. And I, I, the thing that I think that people need to understand is that asking for forgiveness of your sin <clears throat> and being baptized is not a one thing, one time thing. Absolutely. I got it's an everyday occurrence. It's and a that, daily renewal, and that's is, what. I tried to get across yesterday is that, you know, we think of our sins as something big like adultery or murder mm-hmm. or some crazy right. thing like that. But, you know, lying or cheating or gossip or being fearful or being a coward, those mm-hmm. things like that, that's also yeah. a sin. Yep. And so those are things that we kind of lighten up on because, ah, you know, I'm, I'm just spreading a little, you know, I'm just spreading what I heard, you know. And so we, we give gossip a pass. When gossip, am I right? The Bible yeah. tells us those who won't inherit the kingdom of God yep. are gossipers, gossipers. and slanders mm-hmm. and so this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big deal. Yeah. But we give ourselves a free pass. Exactly. And it goes back, you know, just listening, it goes back to what I talked about there a couple of months ago um, with the idea of sanctification. It's that daily renewal. Right. You know, it, it's not a one time. And, and you, you've given that quote by <coughs> Wayne B. Smith many times where, where Wayne Smith right. used to always say, you know, so many Christians – get baptized, and then they spend the rest of their lives standing next to the baptistry drip-drying. Exactly. You know, they and do. he's right. It, absolutely. That's been I've the seen extent it of their spiritual life. Right. I've made Boom. it. Bam. I've made it. Okay, I've been baptized. I'm good. I'm going to inherit heaven. You know, but that's that's not what we're called to. We're called to, to daily renewal. Yeah. We're called to daily strive to be like Jesus. Um, well, even Jesus, um, you know, um, I'm going to jump ahead for a minute. Even Jesus told us in the Great Commission, and this mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. this is a command. Therefore, go into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and with that quote by Wayne Smith, um, where you just stand at the steps and drip dry, you weren't discipled. You didn't disciple yourself. You didn't do anything mm-hmm. to go further. You didn't go deeper. And that's the tragedy of it all, because a, lo- a, a lot of long-time Churchgoers mm-hmm. do not disciple themselves, and we have to disciple, or disciple ourselves. others. Exactly, and here's the thing with being discipled, or you becoming a, and a disciple is what a learner, mm-hmm. a grower. Mm-hmm. When you're growing, it's not easy, right? I mean, think about it. When when you're growing, it's not easy. There's growing pains, so you're going to wrestle with what God's word says right. and what the culture says and what you want to happen, and and that's where we get into the saying. And I know we said this a thousand times. That's where you start cherry picking the Bible because you'll do one thing, but you won't do the other. So right. you know, and it gets down to the verse that I read in First John two, three, and four. And you can be sure that if you know uh, know Him. You obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but don't obey his commandments, then that person is a liar, not living in the truth. Right. So if you say you love God and you you want to do it, but you do not obey what God's word says, you're a liar. Yeah. 
you're a 100% liar. You, you've just a null and voided yourself mm-hmm. out. And that's a tough scripture. I don't like it. Right. Because I'm going to be honest with you. There's some things I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So if I don't want to do it, guess what? I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. I won't be a liar. I'm a lot of things, but I don't think I'm a liar. Right. Don't don't go there, man. We I see it in your face. We won't go there. I see it. In you your asked face, a question bro. yesterday, and the question was, "Do I have to be baptized?" And that's where you you then brought up Matthew chapter twenty eight, Jesus's great commission. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And this is what what he's given us. It's what um, he left his disciples. It's so important. This is the last thing he told his disciples before he went back into heaven. Yep. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he finishes that out with the ne- in the next verse, you know, teaching them everything I have commanded you. And and you made the point yesterday, I believe, or I heard this, maybe it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, maybe you didn't say this, I don't know. But you said this commission, this command from Jesus isn't just to ministers. It's not to you and me. I didn't say that yesterday. It's not, Okay, good. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't the Holy Spirit then, I guess. And maybe it was. Maybe it was. Um, but, you know, it's for everybody. Yeah. Everyone who calls themselves a disciple of Jesus, everyone right. who calls themselves a Christian, we are called to go into the world, go into our world. It may be your workplace. It may be your family. It may be exactly. your, your group of friends. Go into your world, make disciples, baptize them. And, and that's the thing. It's like I love to see when someone is baptized – um, you know, naturally people will want you to baptize them or me to baptize them. What I love to see more is, you know, Hey, I want, want my Brandon, the baptizer. I like that. <laughs> right. I want my friend to baptize me because they're the one who've led me to Jesus. Yeah. Or I want my, my mom or my dad to baptize me because they're the ones who have poured into me and led me to Jesus. I don't have to baptize everybody. You right, don't have to baptize right. everybody. Um, you know, I'm not more qualified than anybody else nope. to baptize somebody. Nope. Um, and, and so that's what I love is, you know, this command from Jesus isn't just to ministers. Yep. It's to us all as disciples of Jesus. Well, I mentioned yesterday that if you, you see somebody baptized, and, 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 and I believe this, and I said this yesterday, I believe this with all my heart when this statement is said that, that I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and he is my Lord and he is my Savior. I yep. truly honestly believe with all my heart it's in shockwaves throughout the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. I do think it knocks Satan down on his I back. I do too. I think he's like a turtle trying to get up because if you believe that with all your heart and you say that, that that's exactly what he's trying to fight against. Right. That's exactly his battle strategy is to get you not to believe that. Right. And so if you literally say, I believe this, then guess what? You've you've disarmed him for the second, and thank God that you just mm-hmm. disarmed him. If you actually believe that, I would say that you need to say that about ten times a day out loud and get him off your case. And I'm guaranteeing you it's going to send such shockwaves throughout that spiritual world. It's going to be devastating to him yep. because – he doesn't want you to proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because if you do, guess what? He's going to change your life right. and get you to go the opposite direction of him. Right. And so, you know, that's why I like that statement mm-hmm. so well. But um, I actually put uh, number three was baptism is a fresh start. Yep. And um, I love the fact, and we've already talked about this, that it just reenacts the death, burial, and resurrection yep. of, uh, you know, Jesus Christ and um, yeah, First Peter three twenty one. You know, you read that. And it's a great verse. You know, water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you not by removing dirt from your body. It's you know, and that's the thing too is is people I think sometimes think there's something special about the water. It, right? It's water. It's water. It's water. And it's not um, not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response, 
I love that. As a response to God from a clean conscience, it is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I love that last part. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I said yesterday that everything we do is only because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yeah. I don't know if I said it in one or both services. I think I said it in one that if Jesus Christ was a pile of dust and bones laying in the tomb, I wouldn't be here today. Exactly. Why would I? What would be the point right. to be here? Um, only the whatever we do is only because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ yep. and, and he's alive. And, um, and I think that, um, you know, a lot of people start thinking about baptism and so, like you mentioned, you were sprinkled or some people might've made a decision for Jesus mm-hmm. that, uh, they were doing it with a group of people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. A church um, camp or something. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. They don't know why they did it. In yeah. fact, um, I, I've talked to somebody yesterday that they, they said, that's exactly what happened to them. When I said it, they were like, they didn't know why they did right, it, right? And they want this to be, you know, um, their 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 decision. So, um, you know, I I've heard all kinds of statements from people over the last thirty seven, thirty eight years of reasons why they will not or cannot be immersed or mm-hmm. be baptized. And um, I just think sometimes we need to stop talking ourselves out of stuff exactly. that God wants us exactly. to do. And um, and stop overthinking it. Yep. I think we overthink things way too much. Mm-hmm. And I and and I think I said yesterday. I think overthinking is a sin. And here's why I think it's a sin because it leads you away from what God wants you to do. Yep. You're still trying to work things out with God. I'm not saying you can't work out your salvation, but if you overthink it enough, you're going to talk yourself out whatever God wants you to do. Yep. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, things going bad with your spouse. You're going to talk yourself out because that your spouse is in the wrong and you're not. Right. Right. Baptism. You know, I, I, do I really need to do it? It seems like such a meaning, meaningless task, but this is what God told us to do. I think I said yesterday that if God said to repent of your sins and ask for forgiveness and pop open an Oreo and eat the cream out, that's exactly what we would do mm-hmm. because that's easy. Right. But this is kind of hard because Satan's got his finger in it and right. messed it all up for us. Yep. So, yep. Um, you asked a second question and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask this to people listening. You know, we've got people who listen from other places as well. Maybe there are people that listen that we don't even know they're listening. Um, but maybe this is you. What is it that's keeping me from obeying Jesus in baptism? You know, we maybe somebody needs to ask themselves themselves that question. What is it that is keeping me from obeying Jesus in baptism? It's a... I think it's a great, a great question that, that we always, we have to ask ourselves is because if you go through the, if you go through the Bible, you're going to find out that all through basically the New Testament, somebody heard and believed and were baptized. Yep. And, and it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't read the, you know, the, the Ethiopian, Ethiopian unit. Unit. I didn't yep. read that. And, um, but, you know, the same thing with, um, the day of Pentecost. Uh-huh. They heard and they believed they and believed. they were yep. baptized and happens all the way, um, through that. And, um, but I, uh, you know, I talked a little bit yesterday about people who were sprinkled maybe and went to confirmation class, and we already talked about that. A lot of people, like we've already talked about, you know, made this decision, didn't know why they were making it. But um, maybe this is the time where if you're listening today that you need to make this decision for you yep. because your your belief systems in who God is and who his word, his word and what Jesus Christ has done on the cross. And if you want to read about more about believing and giving your life to Christ and believing and being baptized. You can find that in Acts 2 and Acts 8 and 9 and 10 and 16 and 22. And you can find that throughout, you know, really the history of the church. Yep. And read about that. Mm-hmm. See what God is doing in, in the lives of those people and see what God can do 
um, in your life. And, and I, I, I threw this scripture in because I love this because I, we know we're commanded to be baptized. Right. This is what we have to do. But John fourteen fifteen, Jesus says, if you love me, you obey my commands. Mm-hmm. That's all of them. Yeah. Baptism. Baptism. Forgiveness. Yeah. Yep. Everything. That includes, is, includes it all. But. Yep. Yep. And the final thing about baptism that you gave was baptism represents a turning point. It does. You know, and it's going back again to that, <coughs> that first, second Corinthians five seventeen. If anyone is in mm-hmm. Christ, he's a new creation. That's a turning right. point. Right. It's a new creation. Um, you you read Galatians three twenty seven. All who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There yeah. it is again. Yep. It, it's it's that turning point. Yeah. Um, and then you closed out with Luke fifteen ten. There is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. Exactly. And again, that you know sending shockwaves through the spiritual world. It's not just, exactly. you know, not just knocking Satan on his butt, but man, the joy on the other side right. is, is amazing. It is. And, um, and I just think that, um, when it comes to God and his word, that you need to just look at God and his word. You don't take my word for it. Right. Don't take your word for it. Don't take John Piper's word for it. Don't take Billy Graham's word for it. Don't take Mother Teresa's word for it. Don't take anybody's word for mm-hmm. it. Take God's word for it. Yep. Read what God's word says about anything that you need to know and figure it out. Yep. Because if you start listening to people, and this is where, this is where I try my very best and, and literally try my best. To let God's word speak. Now I know my personality gets in. I know that's what God, He's, you know, He's asked me, but I try to limit my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've been accused a lot of using too many scriptures. There's the, there's a reason for that because I want God to talk to you and not me. Because I hate to go to church and the minister gives one or two verses and they don't really apply, but he's been talking about everything. But, but God, I want God to talk because when God's word is read, the spirit is there. And God's word actually speaks to your heart. Because yep. you could go, you could be sitting in church yesterday, and I'm talking about baptism, but I could be sitting with you and hear the sermon on baptism and think, oh, yeah, I need to be baptized. You could hear a scripture that was read, and you're going to go off anything but baptism right. because that's the way the, the Spirit of God works. Mm-hmm. He's talking to you. He's talking to me. He's talking to everybody in that room. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to hear from this. And I love that's yep. why I love God. That's why I love the Word of God. People tell you you use too many scriptures. I've been told. I'm pretty sure when I preach, I use more scriptures than you do. Really? And and here's my thing. I mean, why why say something that God's word says better? All right. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. I I, I think that's true. So there you have it. Baptism. There just you have the it. facts. And the facts are what God's word. So that's right. It's just it's just the facts on that. Yep. So so if you're thinking about baptism, if you have questions about baptism, reach out. We would love to be able to talk to you about that. Exactly, exactly. I uh, I just call the church office or email know, us. Email us. Uh, let us know, and we will definitely get you where to where to where you need to be. So. Side note: When Craig baptizes, Craig baptizes the way that John the Baptist baptizes. Correct. In waiters. In waiters. I don't do it in short britches. You know what? You I'll baptize need, in them. I you will. need to bring your flamingos. I'll do it. If you do, I'll take you to Longhorn for the outlaw. That'd be a memorable baptism for somebody, too. It would be. Just be. the shorts like, or the whole outfit? The whole outfit. <laughs> oh, come on. So, yeah, just the whole <laughs> outfit. Because I think what would be awesome, you need to send me that picture. 
Send me that picture, would you? And um, <laughs> I, I think it would be awesome because like 35 years from now, somebody's going to be like, you wouldn't believe what this guy baptized <laughs> right? me. Right? I thought Justin Bieber was baptizing <laughs> me. But, uh... Hey, real quick. I, I did leave out one, probably the one of the highlights of our vacation. What? I'm just uh, I I'm just wondering what was coming up next. So the, a couple years ago, when we were at at Holden Beach, okay. we were there a little earlier in the season, and there were turtles that were coming up, mama turtles, yep. um, loggerheads mostly. About ninety nine percent of those isn't turtles. that a uh, an alcohol loggerhead? Loggerhead? I don't know. I thought there was an alcohol. Okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I think that's um. Oh, what is that? Anyways, um, but they're loggerhead turtles. That's like ninety nine percent of them. I think they did have a leatherback, not on Holden, but on one of the um, adjacent beaches. Okay, the last couple, okay. last year maybe that that laid. But anyways, they come up and and they were laying eggs, and so there was a nest that had been laid like overnight right in front of our house a couple years ago. And so we took okay. the kids to Turtle Talk. They have um, they have a Turtle Patrol. They're volunteers, and they do a great job of okay. making sure like if the if the turtle comes up and and lays the eggs too close to. The water where yeah. it's, it's going to be in the um, the tide zone, they'll actually excavate that nest and move it up to a safe distance so that the the eggs will then be able to to sustain right, the right, weather right, and everything. Right. Um, and and so we weren't there for to be able to see any hatch, and okay. so we were really hoping to to be able to do that. The kids were fascinated with it, loved it. Okay. When I was twelve, my sister was ten. We actually got to see a nest boil, is what they call it. They call it a boil because okay. if you watch the video that I showed you. It looks like water boiling the way these baby turtles are coming right, up right, out of this nest. Right, right. Um, and so we had one that they had collared and, and had a trench dug because they were anticipating within the week that it was going, they actually, it was past due. Okay. Um, and so we went down every night and checked it and checked it and checked it. And the kids kept getting bummed because they were like, it's just not going to happen. The turtle patrol actually had given up the turtle patrol. The I turtle love patrol. That. Um, when I retire, so I was like, Allie and, turtles I, or something. Allie and I, when we retire, like when we're able to at like 90 years old, we're going to move to Holden beach <laughs> at and 90 we're, and we're going to be on the turtle patrol. Um, but anyways, they'd given up on this nest. They thought that maybe some of them had already hatched and they just didn't know it. Um, or that it was just, it was a dud. And so they ended up, um, Thursday night, the, the kids went down and Allie went down and Jordan comes running back. She's like, call Nene and Papa, the, the, they're hatching. And so we got to go down there and we stood in anticipation waiting and, and got to see, um, got to see the nest boil. That's actually awesome, man. It, That's it was actually awesome. really cool. And that, yeah. you know, we, and we talked about it. Allie talked about it. Her and my mom were talking just about how the little birds like will go down. You, you ever been to the beach and see the little tiny birds and they go down to the yes. water's edge yes. and then they know the tide's coming yes. in. So they run back and those, their little legs move so fast. And, and they were like, I don't know how somebody can come to the beach. I've said that about you. Your little legs, my so little fast. legs move so fast, <laughs> but they were like, you know, I don't know how someone can can go to somewhere like the beach and see all of this creation and see, you know, the way that God designed things and how the animals know what to do exactly and not to do and not believe that there's a God. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, seeing those, those baby turtles percent was just amazing. And it was like, wow, God is, God is good. You know? Yeah. You see something like that or you, you know, I go to the mountains or you go to, you see something like that. And mm-hmm. how, how can somebody say there's yep. no God? Exactly. I mean, the vastness and, you know, like the beach and the water, that's vast. It's yep. just amazing. I mean, it, um, it's amazing that, um, you know, cause like 80% of the world is covered by water and that's vast. Right. And the other 20% is covered. By Cesar Geronimo. That's but anyway, <laughs> uh, no, but the, the other thing too was well, like we've, it was an amazing week because we hit some, some pretty neat, um, 
whatever you want to call it, but we hit some pretty neat events. Right. Um, right. Monday and Tuesday and even Wednesday night, there were some too. There were meteor showers. Oh, wow. And so we sat on the, out on the back porch. Oh, that's cool. And, and watched the meteor showers. We got to watch the International Space Station go over a couple times. And that thing was, was super, you know, just bright. And, oh, and it was cool. in the sky for like six, seven minutes going across. I loved um, your mom would send a picture of her cup uh-huh. with the beach or the water in front yep. of her. I'm like, my cup in the beach. Yep. And then when she got home... She sent a, a, another yep. one that said "my cup" in a different a view. different view. <laughs> exactly. She had her holding she had her holding beach coffee mug, but you could see the the mountains in the background. Exactly. Not the beach. All right, so we're going to wind this up, but I wanted to let you know a couple things going on. Uh, we got the back to school bash that is coming up on August the twenty fourth at five to seven thirty at Richwood Park. And I think they're still looking for volunteers to help out with games and activities and face painting. If you'd like to sign up to help, you can sign up at Richwood dot church forward slash sign up and there you got it and don't forget about our fair service brandon sunday september the 4th at the richwood fair that's going to be at the bokes creek pavilion you will need a pass to get into that we have those passes available at the welcome center uh, we would encourage you to pick one up for you pick a few more up for some friends invite somebody to join us that's a, a great time it's going to be fun it, it's going to be a good time I'm i think excited. you'll enjoy it you know i don't know if you've ever been there or not but it, you, you're i was there it. two years ago okay. i wasn't able to be there last year I was busy. Have you been twice or just once? Twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah, because well, we this will be the fourth year, right? Because we did it in 19. Yep. We didn't do it in 20. We did it in... Oh, no. So I've only been once. We did it in 19. We didn't do it in 20. We didn't... We did it last 20. year. That's right. But I wasn't been there. Once. I've only once. been once. That's I was watching golf. I was busy watching golf. Yeah. Perfect. So there's that. And then uh, just to let you guys know, we just, you know, a couple week, uh, a week ago or so, we just finished up the sermon series on The Chosen. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. But um, we have uh, The Chosen video series. Uh, they did season one back in the spring, and they're going to do season two in the fall starting on September 28th at 6 o'clock. You can come to the church, and um, you can um, watch season two and take part in that. That's going to yep. be in the fellowship hall, correct? Yes. I was. We were here for a couple of those, 6 to 7.30 in the fellowship hall. But yeah, when they did season one, we were here for a couple of those. The, the conversation after watching the episodes was really good. Yeah. I bet it was. I bet it was really good. And season three should be starting to air around Christmas time. So that's that, exciting. That'll be very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. I am John too. the Baptist. Is John I the Baptist is coming John back. He's coming back. Yeah, I love John the Baptist. Yeah. <clears throat> so we got a. It was bro. It was muggy yesterday. It was muggy. And, 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 and I know I sent I sent Brandon a text yesterday, and I said it's it is hot. It's muggy. <laughs> I said this is just as bad as snow and sleet. And he said, "Are you ever happy?" And I said, "Only sixteen days out of the year, <laughs> right? That's weatherwise, weatherwise, exactly. Most generally, I'm. I guess I'm pretty happy. So um, we've been off a week and. We're back in. We're back in it. Back in full swing. So, anything else going on? I don't think so. Todd is gone this week. Todd is gone. Todd is on vacation. Mm-hmm. That's he fine. More vacations than I do. You know, he actually does it. But uh, right, I know. I know who has the most vacations around here. Negative. <laughs> I'm gonna have Allison pull those numbers up. Oh, I'm gonna good. come. I'm gonna come next uh, Monday with numbers. <laughs> Like, uh, hey, bro. Coming next Monday with numbers. 
Well, welcome back. Glad you're back. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, I know the first week is always kind of tough because you're still kind of in vac- vacation mode. Yeah, didn't fly, but it's almost like jet lag. I don't know. Driving is oh, yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. flying anyways. Yeah, it can be. But it wasn't too bad. Like I said, you know, our family travels well, so that was good. I mean, again, I, I just have to I just have to mention this, that, um, you know, you got these brand new wheels. Um, mm-hmm. You're on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's like Elon Shannot over here. So Yeah, exactly. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, before we close off, let me, uh, let me thank Randy Meal again for the, um, thank you, Black Rifle Fairy. And the name of the coffee again was Lava Panther. Lava Panther. Yeah, thanks. I don't know when that went in there, but thank you for that. It was very good. It's always nice to get a surprise of coffee yes, on a Monday and, morning. And Molly, if you're still hanging in there and listening, we promise next week, uh, you're I'm up, excited you're about up that. To bat. I think it's going to be good. I, yeah. Yeah, the packaging good. was nice. Oh, the packaging was wonderful. Yeah, the one was silver. It looked just it looks like just Air- like an Airstream. It does. If you put wheels on it, I, I could put it, hook it up behind my truck. That would be awesome. We could do that. Yeah, that'd be great. The tiny wheels. But <laughs> I couldn't get in it. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, if again, if you've hung on with us this long, um, bless your heart. But thanks for <laughs> joining us today on Grounded. With Brandon and Craig, we hope you have a great week. We hope to uh, to catch you next Monday as well, or whenever you're listening to this. Craig, you have a good day. Enjoy this muggy weather. I am going to have a great day, and I will not enjoy this muggy yeah, I weather. Figured. So, okay, see, see ya. ya. Bye. <laughs>